welcome to Eyes to See podcast. My name is Brittany, and I am so grateful that you are here and listening um, to episode number nine, I Can See the Light. Um, I'm really excited about this particular episode. Um, it's honestly, if, if I'm being honest, this episode has definitely been a work in progress. Um I thought I had collected my thoughts and put everything together and it just kind of was not working out. And there were some other things that happened this week that I then realized that this is why it wasn't working. And so I'm hoping and praying that this episode will hopefully uplift you um, to be able to see the light in your life and what that looks like. I want to go back um, a few years to my first start of being diagnosed with the eye disease that I have. I had gone in for a normal routine checkup to get new contact prescription. I'd been to this eye doctor um, before, and um, but they had recently got some new technology thanks to obviously... Mod- the modern days, and I'm grateful for modern medicine and the blessings that come from it because without it, they would not have been able to see this. But so the equipment that they used um, was um, basically an awesome camera that can take pictures of the backs of your eyes. And I thought that was so cool. And I remember thinking not too much of it. And so my doctor came in. Um, just to chat with me for a minute, and he put up this picture of the that uh, was the backs of my eyes, and I remember looking at it and thinking, "Hmm, I've got some like of the I don't know what those black little fuzzy fireworks are in the backs of my eyes, but I'm probably pretty sure that's not supposed to be there." And so he went on to tell me, you know, that what what they were, and they're actually called. Um, bone spicules, which basically means that the cells and the veins in the backs of my eyes um, were turning black because they were dying and that there's nothing they can do about it to stop it. It's just like a like a slow process that they just eventually take over the backs of your eyes. And so I must have had a look of like, I don't even know. I wish I could have seen my face, but I'm sure it was like, what are, I don't even like, couldn't understand what you're even talking about. And so he went on to tell me how your eyes work and how they have to have these special little fun friends called photoreceptors, which are cells that process um, light so you can see. And so basically what these photoreceptors do is that they absorb and convert the light into these electrical signals, which then talks to your brain, other cells that allow you to be able to understand what you are seeing and to be able to process that. And so my doctor explained to me that my photoreceptors, there's two two different kinds. There's rods and there's cones. And the rods are what are deciding to say, see you later and um, take a break um, for now. And they, what that means is anything that allows my eyes to see um, 
in dim places or at night in the dark, my eyes can't process or absorb the light to talk to my brain to be like, this is what you're seeing. Mine just, they don't work anymore. And so I've, I've lost that part of my vision. The good news is though, is that you have another part of your vision, which is called cones, which allows you to see detail um, and colors, right? To me, both of those together, like are joy. I'm glad I can see color and I'm glad I'm so glad I can see detail. Um, Eventually they could, you know, start to, to take a vacation too. But for now, mine are working great. And so I'm grateful for that blessing. So as you can imagine, I have thought a lot about light, the process of light, and also the power that comes from light. And so last week I decided to go for a walk Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but we live in Colorado. And if any of you know, in Colorado, at least where we live, it seems to be windy all the time. So if there's a day that's not windy windy in the wintertime, you go outside and you enjoy it. And on this particular day, it was gorgeous. It was not windy. It was 56 degrees, which in January is like amazing. And there was blue skies. Oh, it was amazing. So I went for a walk. And I was enjoying myself and I was just feeling good. You know, when you're in nature and you feel like that peace and warmth, especially when the sun is like on you, so good. You could say that I was really feeling the power of light in that moment. Well, something happened and I, it wasn't anything in particular that I, I try to think about it, about what happened, why my thoughts changed in this beautiful moment. But I thought to myself, you know, like, oh, man, Brittany, I mean, how much longer are you going to be able to, you know, go for walks by yourself and be able to see what you can see now? And all these questions started rolling in. And how much longer do you think you're going to have? And that's really sad. And that is just awful. And oh, man, you guys, I went into the snowball effect. And for the most part, I feel like. I'm a pretty positive person overall, but I will obviously tell you that I have moments just like all of you where I am not positive and I tried really hard to like distract my thoughts and to think of something else and listen to some different music and didn't work. If I'm being honest, did not work. Um, I got home and I was kind of bummed out that this awesome walk that had been going so well ended kind of not on a very good note. And so I decided quickly I needed to say a prayer because I needed some sort of peace or comfort or something to help me stop these negative thoughts that were coming into my mind. And so I said a prayer and then I just kind of sat and thought to myself, Um, Just kind of waiting to see what direction or thoughts that came to mind. And what actually came to mind was a scripture that is actually located in the Bible in John. And this is what it says. In John 8, verse 12, it says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So I don't know if you caught that. 
But if you follow Christ, you won't walk in darkness. But then I had this moment that I added this part in. You won't walk in darkness by yourself. You will have his light with you. And I realized that that scripture, there's power in that scripture, but we're never alone. Our Savior Jesus Christ is one of the only people that will never leave your side and help you to be able to see the light again, feel the light again, and realize that it's always just been there. It just may have not been as bright. Um, I asked a question to my friends on social media about how do you find the light on your dark days and what has helped you? And I had some amazing responses from my sweet friends that I just wanted to share some with you um, that left an impression on me and maybe might help you on how you find light. What does it look like to you in your life? So one particular friend said, I know this sounds contradictory, but if dark days are caused by my children, then I take some time alone to focus on me. If the dark days are caused by external factors, then I like to spend time with my children. You might be able to relate to that. I know I do. Another sweet friend actually made herself, she has a list, her go-to list. Um, You might be a list person. I am a list person, so this made my heart happy. But these are things that she goes to when she is having a dark day and needs to see the light. So this is what she said. She said, I do dark pretty well. Most of my methods have been learned over the years. One, I build or cook or sew or create something. That is my safe place. Two, if something negative happened or was said, I remind myself that I was the same person 24 hours ago as I am at that moment. And I was happy then. I haven't lost my value. I am the same. Three, I seek the love or advice or support of people I trust. And of course, I turn to God for peace. I cannot achieve myself or for a reminder of my value in his eyes. Four, I also take a nap. Somehow naps reset everything for me. Love that list. Go back and rewind if you want to hear it again because it's so good. Um, another friend said this. She said, the two things that I have found that help me most are music and service. Music is powerful. It is a force in my life and creating, playing, singing, and listening to uplifting music often gets me out of the funk. My other go-to is service. It truly does help me see and feel things differently. It flips a switch that helps me feel more love for others and for my Heavenly Father. I always feel better after I've served someone, and it doesn't mean big service. Even the small, simple acts of service can make a huge difference in how I'm feeling. This last comment 
um, really spoke to my heart. And this is what a sweet friend said. It is okay to have dark days, but focusing on the dark days is a problem. Jesus Christ had his dark moments when he was alone in the desert fasting. The devil wants to manipulate our spiritual light. So we need to search for strength from our heavenly father and trust him and faith and have faith that it will pass. It may take days, weeks, or months, but it will. It will pass. I promise. I love that. I was on, um, I spoke with a dear friend on the phone the other day. And he, um, and this sweet friend um, was kind of just explaining the situation of how sometimes you may feel that your light is shattered and you're not quite sure how to pick up the pieces or how to regain that light back. And we had a great conversation about a lot of things, but one thing that stuck out in particular um, was that she had mentioned that finding those little moments of joy helped her be able to find that light and find that power. Um, something that she likes to do is she loves to garden. And so she's getting ready, um, even though it's winter time, to start planning for her garden. And that is what brings her joy. And it's those simple moments of seeking out the joy that creates more power to your light. We also talked about how sometimes there may be people or situations in your life where some people may say things that are hurtful or um, discouraging that causes you to feel that your light is gone. And we talked a lot about making sure you realize that you have a specific power in you. You have the light and you were born with the light of the Savior, Jesus Christ. You were born with his light. And when you get sucked in to what people may be saying or doing, um, you're giving them them power to take away your light and your brightness. And it's in those moments when you have to really dial back and realize, okay, I need to find my light and I'm going to not let anyone take my light away because ultimately that is your choice. I don't know about you, but I have been in a dark cave before. I don't know if you have ever been in a place where it is so dark you can't see basically the hand in front of your face. And when we were living in Virginia, we had the grand idea to go and do a cave um, a cave tour. And basically, um, it was awesome. We took our three kids with us. We went down, you know, and this guide took us down the stairs and walked through the cave. And we were towards the end of the cave and we stopped in this kind of like, I don't know, 
a room-ish in the bottom of the cave where it was like, of course, the deepest part. We were so far down underneath into the ground. And I remember thinking to myself, like, let's not get stuck here. And our guide went on to tell us that they were going to turn all the lights off in the cave and to show us really how dark dark is. And I thought I knew what dark looks like or doesn't look like, I guess. Oh, but I didn't. I did not realize. So he kind of told us to come in close and gather in. And he, he, they turned the lights off. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I can't, like, I literally cannot see anything. Like my eyes and my brain couldn't process how dark, dark really was. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, like, where's my husband? Where's my kids? And I remember calling out my husband's name be like, are you here? And I didn't hear anything. And then all of a sudden I felt someone grab my hand and I was like, I hope that's my husband. But then I was thinking, I don't care. Cause at least I know I'm not down here by myself. Luckily it was him. And he was like, I'm right here. Don't worry. And what seemed like the longest I don't even know, 15 minutes. It really was truly like only a minute. It seemed like forever. But when they turned those lights back on, oh my goodness, I have never been so grateful to see light in my life. And the the feelings that I had of hope and peace and comfort and warmth, I'll never forget. And so that's when the reminder comes in that our Savior Jesus Christ is our light and that he will always be there next to you waiting for you to ask for help or to have hope or to find that power. And as fast as you ask, he will answer. He will take your hand and guide you out of your personal cave. I have always been touched by the story of Christ healing the blind man This man lived his whole life in darkness, but he was still seeking out the light and finding his purpose. Can you imagine how he felt when he washed the clay from his eyes and he could now see? In that moment, I believe he found his purpose. Through my dark days, I have been able to find my purpose, which actually right at the moment is this particular podcast I have realized that I want to share light and hope and encouragement with all of you, that hopefully I can be your flashlight in your dark moments. A few weeks ago, um, an amazing young woman who gave probably one of the best, best speeches I have ever heard in my life, her name is Amanda Gorman. You may have heard about her, but she gave some really amazing quotes in her talk, but one in particular that stuck out to me was about light. And she said, there is light as long as we are brave enough to see it. There is light as long as we are enough to be it. So I know it's hard to be brave sometimes. It's hard to see the light sometimes, but we can. One of my favorite movies is tangled. She did not have an awesome experience. This is the story about Rapunzel where she gets kidnapped as a baby because she had a special light that caused healing powers. And in result of that, she had to stay in a tower, never going outside. 
And she didn't, she missed a lot of things. She was in there for 17 years. And there's a part in the movie where she's able to leave the tower and go experience the amazing, wonderful, I don't know, grass and things, see things she's never been able to experience before. But one in particular that stuck out to me was there, she really wanted to go to a lantern show um, where they release these lanterns at nighttime. They did it once a year. And her eyes hadn't seen the light this close up before, and she wanted to. So I have always felt a connection with this song. Um, there's a song they sing called I See the Light. And I have always looked at it at a different perspective. I have looked at it as if you are Rapunzel, I'm Rapunzel, whoever's listening, you are them, but you're seeing the light of the Savior Jesus Christ for the first time. So I'm going to read the lyrics. And as I do, I want you to envision when you hear you that Rapunzel is referring to, I want you to think of your Savior Jesus Christ. This is what she says. All those days watching from the windows, all those years outside looking in, all that time never even knowing just how blind I've been. Now I'm here blinking in the starlight. Now I'm here. Suddenly I see. Standing here, it's all so clear. I'm where I meant to be. And at last I see the light. And it's like the fog has lifted And at last I see the light and it's like the sky is new. It's warm and real and bright and the world has somehow shifted. And all at once, everything looks different now that I see you. So remember, darkness cannot dispel the light. So when we have our dark days, and we will, remember that you were born with the light of Christ. He will always be with you. I want to end with that quote one more time, that there is light as long as we are brave enough to see it. There is light as long as we are enough to be it. There will be times when you will be a light to others. And there will be times when others are going to need your light. We need each other. We need to share a light The world can be a dark place, but as Jeffrey R. Holland said, don't give up. Don't you quit. You keep walking. You keep trying. There is help and happiness ahead. A lot of it. You keep your chin up. It will be all right in the end. Trust God and believe in good things to come. Friends, I hope that this episode will give you that peace and light and hope and realize there's so much power in light and, and also our savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next time.